I feel like I flopped this this episode. I'm I feel like so... we set ourselves up for flop year. Yeah. But that's okay. Some Why episodes do do must be a flop. To Filler be... episode. <laughs> we could also just like not publish this. <laughs> Should we start over? Hello everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, um, Jack Black in the holiday. <laughs> And I'm Jack Black as Bowser at the Jonas Brothers concert. Oh my god. <laughs> I did see that. Oh yeah, we'll save it for the pop culture, but yeah, I was talking yeah. about it earlier. So, um, uh, welcome to a very wintry, we're just in a winter mood. And actually, I wanted to talk to you about this because you tweeted about feeling happy for the first time ever during the holidays, and I really <laughs> want to dig into that. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, what's going on with you? So this has historically, even before big trauma, Mm -hmm. um, November, December have always been where I fall off. Like, um, I mean, I think the most tangible way to show it is like every year, that's when I like really start slacking on my bullet journaling. Mm. Like, I mean, like the past few years I've been kind of like blah, 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 loop, Mm -hmm. but like when I was really consistent, it would always be after October. It's, she, she's fallen off and like when i would do devotions same thing november mm. december is where i fall off and um i'm always miserable um and even like i thought i had always attributed it to seasonal depression mm-hmm. but even when i moved to la and when i spent i mean well okay there's a lot of other reasons why this time did i had stress induced eczema from a man and Ugh. i know it's that's I know that's the reason because I don't have eczema this year. Oh, that's so, so interesting. So, uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> True, but yeah. So I'm appropriately medicated for the first winter in my life, and I just for the first time in like really wholeheartedly appreciating the beauty of winter. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. I'm in Los Angeles, but like looking at footage and like pictures and paintings of winter i'm like this is so beautiful and i've never mm-hmm. been able to appreciate it before even mm-hmm. though i know like i have sensory issues with the snow but i mm-hmm. am just looking at it with fresh eyes mm-hmm. and it's kind of insane because yeah. with our season ranking like i know that last year's winter episode was called Alicia's least favorite season mm-hmm. i think um and like before the margin between it was like the th- the three seasons and then winter way down here. Now mm-hmm. it's like they're all. Wow. I mean, like summer's gonna be up top, but like right. they're all kind of like. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah. Whoa, that's a big shift for you, like to go from yeah. a winter hater to a winter appreciator. Yeah. That's gorgeous. I think. Yeah. You also. I think getting older, there's less things to look forward to in the year period, right? There's no like end of the academic year or like no. start of the academic year, and so the calendar year has just meant more to me this time around. Like being a fully fledged mm-hmm. grown up. Um, yeah. And I do think that there's something really sweet about you know like holiday pop ups and yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, the snow and the change <coughs> of the seasons, and even right now it's raining, and I'm like, finally, like a rainy day inside on a Sunday. It's not like mm-hmm. 80 degrees, and I feel like I'm missing out on not you know doing something. So I I don't know. I'm obviously not that extreme because I've always loved winter, but it does seem to get better as you get older. And I don't know why. Maybe one day I'll be it like, I feel better. it on my bones or whatever. You know how like like Gilmore Girls, yeah, yeah, like where old people hate the cold, but for now oh oh i see what you mean yeah oh yeah yeah where it's like i literally feel it 
But yeah. no, I, re- I really like it. And I also, I th- might have mentioned this on the last episode, but I really have a, an appreciation for warm alcoholic beverages now. Like we had spiked hot chocolate last night. I was like, this shit's the best. Like where where was this my whole life? I don't, well, I mean, I was a minor, but. <laughs> <laughs> so we got these like a pack of mixers mm-hmm. at Ross the, for like martinis and margaritas. and um, And then on Wednesday, Antoine comes over after his, office holiday party and um I was not there for the conversation because I was finishing up work in my room Mm -hmm. and I come outside later and there is another pack of five taped to it and I'm like wait what how did why are they taped together right my roommate was like oh I think they probably just came like that and I was like what do you mean we bought these and she was like no 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 from his white elephant he received that that is in addition to the seven pack that we have like there is an like identical wow. seven pack plus a five pack so now we have 19 mixers and no hard alcohol like i'm gonna have to go buy <laughs> vodka rum and tequila this week That's and then so i funny. leave i mean like obviously like alcohol has like just right, there's no expiration it's date on like it a, like it's that. not like fruit yeah yeah but um not produce sitting on yourselves crazy. that's yeah. so funny yeah i had to go grocery shopping this is so off topic but like i only have like four days that i'm in dc this week because i'm seeing my family this weekend and then i fly home to washington and i like actually have to pack to go home like this weekend to start like prepping for everything so it's um yeah that's the one thing about the holidays is i don't pay much in groceries but i pay a lot everywhere else yeah um okay we wanted to talk about hallmark movies this week because everybody knows them and loves them and hates them because they all have the same five plot points they all have the same basic white people actors plus a black friend thrown in for diversity or maybe asian if they're like super progressive and they learn you know about holiday magic and christmas cheer and there's probably some sort of baking plot line um do you have a favorite trashy hallmark or other you know, producer. I mean, I wouldn't call it trashy, but The Holiday, that movie That's changed it. my life. I watched yeah. it on the plane during winter break coming back from abroad. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the trenches at this point, as we have established previously. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, this is so bad for me. But then I was like, no, 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 I need this. <laughs> it's healing. I feel like The Holiday is like above Hallmark movies. I think about like the oh, yeah. low budget, like cranked out in yeah. six weeks sort of movies. I feel like Love yeah. Actually is also up in that range where mm. it's like still simpy romantic holiday themed, but not terribly produced in the same sort of way. I love the holiday. Also, it's kind of ridiculous how well it works out for Cameron Diaz, but not her yeah. counterpart. Like she like has a fine life, but it's definitely not as amazing as the one that Cameron had. And then you're like, okay. I feel like she got mm-hmm. the like better end of the deal and she's rich. Like she started off with money and she gets a family. Right. Like what? Yeah, I do think about that. But also like I mean, yeah, the people who really won that movie mm-hmm. are Cameron Diaz and Jack Black. And the old guy. To, the little old guy who got the and award. The old guy. Oh man, the old guy. Yeah. But like Jack Black mm-hmm. gets to be with Kate Winslet. Right. And she's like, hot. And she's hot. So. Yeah. Kate Winslet just like gets Jack Black, which is no, not as like great. He's like silly goofy. Right, exactly. She gets like funny best friend. And yeah. she's not even rich. She doesn't even get money That's by like, the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen like um two Christmases, but that's also kind of like um a trashy um holiday movie that people go to that's the thing is like my family is always very much like the classics like miracle on 34th street it's a wonderful life 
um, a Christmas story, like the go-to, you've seen them for decades kind of movies. Yeah. And then when I'm choosing to watch them by myself, it's always the worst thing imaginable. Like I was telling Alicia, mm-hmm. I watched this movie. It's called Single All the Way. And it's cute because it's a queer holiday love story. And I hadn't watched oh. any like that. But it's about this like social media, like – um, manager guy who his family's in Vermont and he brings his best friend slash roommate with him home for the holidays to like prove that like he can fall he was supposed to like be a pretend boyfriend like that was the surprise mm. it's like and then they end up falling in love actually like while they're in Vermont on the slopes and shooting this like shaving cream sh- campaign for social media I don't know it was very very strange but it was, hit all those like classic plot points of like misunderstanding and airport runaway and uh, over sacrifice and inspiration for career path and they just happen to be two hot guys instead of Mm -hmm. two hot random actors that hallmark scooped up yeah well that is like kind of well i guess like they all have an element of snow so i can't Mm -hmm. really say it's like similar but um Last year, I watched Falling for Christmas, which is mm. the one with Lindsay Lohan. Like, that's her comeback. Yeah, I've seen that movie. It's really bad. Her counterpart is Cord Overstreet, who plays Sam in Glee, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. Yeah, the little girl in that movie was annoying to me. What? She's just a little girl. I didn't like her. I feel like they always give oh little kids God. the weirdest lines. They either have to be like, that's I want to play. Why is mom dead? Or it's like, yeah. you really need to embrace communication and trust this winter season because no, I right. want right. a new mother. Like, nobody has ever talked to an eight-year-old who ever writes eight-year-old's lines in a Hallmark movie. You know what the eight-year-old at church said to me today? Maybe I can sing the song by myself if I put my hand over my heart and I'll feel the lyrics. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit eight-year-olds say. Yeah. So, Man. Um, I also really love Vanessa Hudgens being a queen of Netflix movies. She's in that like Baker princess swap one. Mm -hmm. And then there's a night for Christmas as well, which is like very poorly done. I I don't get when they like really hyper infuse magic into these like small Christmas towns, but it is. There's no need. Yeah, there's no need. Um, I think elf is like an okay example of that though. Like where it's funny because he's so out of place. Yeah, but these ones where they like expect you to believe it, you're like, I'm just cringing. Well, because I think the premise of Elf does, Mm -hmm. like, we start off at the North Pole, so like it's part of the story the whole time. Like, I hate Mm -hmm. it when they're all like, oh, suddenly I can do this. Right. Um, I also liked um, a Christmas Prince. Although, oh, this is one thing I wanted to talk about is the classic Hallmark. um, There's either right like um, big city businesswoman comes home to small town Christmasville meets mm-hmm. blue collar worker falls in love or it's like unethical tabloid journalist pursuing big story falls in love with subject and those ones drive me crazy because I'm thinking of a Christmas prince and she's just like sneaking around like his castle and like talking to people that she shouldn't have and then she goes back and like writes like a love letter to him instead of a trashy feature and then she like gets fired from her job basically because she couldn't do her like bad job well and what what company is expensing a trip to like Transylvania or whatever for this like (laughs) prince feature I don't know it it just never makes sense and it's overblown and I have a lot of gripe with this, the journalist trope. Yeah, uh, I, I understand why you would. Thank you. Why, why do we only get these movies for Christmas? Like, why mm. is there no other holiday that gets this? I was thinking about that. Like, imagine a Thanksgiving Hallmark movie. 
That would work because it's in the same genre of as Christmas. I agree, and I think the whole like big wig in the city like comes home for the holidays works for that too. But I guess there's no like, what are they gonna do? Like turkey oh, trot together? Yeah. Like we have to save the Thanksgiving Bake Off. Unfortunately, that sounds very likely <laughs> to be a plot. I'm sure. I bet if we googled like Thanksgiving rom com, oh, there's a whole bunch of books. Um, there's one called Friendsgiving. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like this. Oh, Eat, Pray, Love is allegedly. Does that count? Thanksgiving. It's like when I've people say Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Like, I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I don't think that counts. But, like, it is. Thanksgiving movies set in New York. These are very aggressive categories. Um, Yeah, or, like, When's My Hallmark Easter movie? Where it's like, yeah, we're trying to dip dye Easter eggs for the Easter egg roll. And suddenly somebody... Needs to come. Like someone stole all the eggs for the egg hunt. We have to yeah, save the day. That's a good one. What other um Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day. Well, I, yeah. I came out this morning to see the groundhog shadow, but I realized the only thing I wanted to see this morning was you on one knee proposing. Please oh commit god. to me. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start writing in dialogue. Um April Fool's Day. I've oh been the April fool. The only person you're fooling uh, is yourself, Justin. Uh, Earth Day? Um, we're here to celebrate this big blue planet, and all I want is your big blue eyes staring back at mine. Where are you? Oh, man. <laughs> Fourth of July. There's more than just one oh, set no. of fireworks in the air tonight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Feel the sparks yep. fly. And then you can play Taylor Swift. Yeah. Sparks fly. It's like, like electricity. electricity. I might die. Um, do you have a Christmas movie that you would highly recommend? That's like you... The Holiday. Okay. Keep going. Uh When Harry Met Sally. Is that a holiday it's movie? A Year- it's a New Year's movie. Okay. I do yeah, that's very on brand for you as a New Year's lover. I know, I know. I discussed that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love old movies in general. Like, I don't, no. like, watch, like, Marilyn Monroe or, like, old-timey. But I will sit, get sat for a black-and-white Christmas movie. For whatever reason, it feels more on brand. Like, other seasons, I'm like, you should be in color. But, like, White Christmas, mm. that movie's in color. But mm-hmm. it feels like it could also be in black-and-white. Um, And the musicals. I'm much more inclined to watch a musical during the winter as well. Well, like, I also think about, like, like tv shows mm-hmm. that have christmas episodes and holiday episodes. oh yeah Gilmore and we don't get that anymore no. because we don't have full seasons right it's never live i feel like friends always has like a holiday episode well glee did one mm. uh during season three where the plot was that they were filming a holiday spectacular mm-hmm. um and the filming was in black and white, mm-hmm. and uh, it was funny because they needed to make it, like, family appropriate, but, like, Kurt and Blaine, who are the gay couple, are, like, the ones hosting the party, so when they walk in, it's like, and this is Kurt and Blaine, his platonic holiday roommate. <laughs> holiday roommate, that's really good. Is there any, like, Christmas trope that if it happened to you, like, if you were in a holiday movie, what would you want your 
like plot line to be? Well, it has to be a New Year's movie. <sighs> okay, fine. What New Year's movie um, would you want? Um, it's got to be like a New Year's party mm-hmm. and like like reconnecting. Mm, an old flame. Yeah, an old flame. A lover from lo- long before. There's got to be like a talking outside on the balcony. Oh, yeah. Because it's too loud inside. Yeah. That's um very High School Musical of you. <laughs> Sing karaoke and then talk and realize it was just mm. like kindergarten. Kindergarten. That's what she said. That's that's too far back. No, like that's the line. And she's oh, like, oh, singing with you was yeah, like yeah. kindergarten. I didn't have to be anybody but myself. Oh, yeah. Oh. Silly. Yeah, that's good. And then the, you, that'd be your New Year's kiss too. Your romantic yeah. interest would pull you aside. They're counting down inside. Three, two, yeah. one. But it's not like a – it's it's kind of like both people are like, I don't know if this is what's happening. I think it would be cute uh, if you guys missed your New it. Year's kiss. Okay, here's my plot for you then. You come home for the holidays. You rekindle something. You're having these like, you know, the tropes. You're, you're ice skating yeah. and you're falling down or like you lose all the cookies no, in the bake-off. No, I'm not and falling down. Okay, they're falling down. <laughs> and then – No. Nobody's falling down. And then um, you make it to New Year's and it's the party and there's so much tension. There's so much suspense that they count down three, two, one, and you're just looking at each other and you miss the moment. And then the party ends and you go home and they're throwing rocks at your window and they go, I forgot something. Please give me one last chance. This will be our new year. And then you have your moment. That's my plot for you. Okay. Thanks for writing fan fiction live. Yeah. Just for you, though. I don't do what's, this for anybody what's, else. What's your holiday movie? Um, I think I would want one where, like, there's an elaborate, like, um, I like when they have, like, a competition or, like, some sort of, like, okay. big event that's happening. It's, like, it's the winter antique show gala. Okay, like, we okay, need okay. to have everything. And then it's always that big reveal. You know, it's, like, the artist and he painted a mural and it's, like, your face in the middle of it. And he, like, pulls it <laughs> off in front of the whole town to auction off. And it's priceless. Nobody can buy it. They hang in the museum. It's in your new home and you fall in love forever. Um, I also really like the trope where they have a small child for whatever reason. I know I just said that I hate the eight-year-old's dialogue. But I think it would be really funny to just like have some like small sidekick as part of the adventure. Yeah, I think that would be mine. The big gala. And then we'd all be dressed up and that would be it. The credits would roll. We'd be in love. That's the end. Yeah. Is is your your face on the painting. Yes, exactly. Right. The disco ball, it's glittering in the light. It's beautiful. Okay. What do you think are New Year's colors? Um, honestly, like black, silver. Uh-oh. Anything's like sparkly. I think you. I feel like anything that's glittery, like a gold, maybe yeah. like a dark green, champagne. Yeah, yeah, like jewel tones. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna wear to Mahalas? Uh, dark green. Mm. Oh, that one dress. That's beautiful. I don't have what any like, wearing? Wearing dresses. I don't know. My grandma's going to take me shopping. She really wanted to like pick out a new dress with me. So okay. we'll figure it out. But I feel like I have to have like two outfits, like one for the party and then like one if we actually go out or like do something. Mm. But I don't know. That might okay. just be me like overthinking it. Um, do you have a favorite setting to watch holiday movies? Like what's the ideal My scenario? couch. Yeah. Or someone's couch. A couch. I just need a hot bevy. Mm-hmm. Couch, blanket, good vibes. Yeah. 
and I need to be able to like pause and talk and whatever. Debrief. Yeah. Yeah, I hate when people like want to talk over crappy holiday movies. Like, yeah, it's a crappy holiday movie, but you have to hear the dialogue. That's half of the crappy part is like to see well, what they also, say. Well, also like because it's crappy, if you aren't paying attention the whole time, like it you're could gonna change. Miss stuff. It could like totally yeah. pivot in twenty seconds flat. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading this yeah. book. It's called Comfort and Joy, and it was actually pretty good. I'm in a book club right now, but literally every other chapter, I was like, whoa, this is not where I thought it was going to go. Not to spoil it because mm-hmm. it came out in 2006, but it's like this woman is like running away because her sister is marrying her ex-husband, and she like caught them like cheating in her bed, and so she like gets on a charter flight to Canada, and then it crashes outside of Bakersfield, and so she like is in a coma, but she's dreaming that she's in this like small town on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington state for like weeks, but she's not there. But then it was real. Like she was uh, this little kid's imaginary friend. And like literally every time I was like, I don't know where this is going and I don't know what's happening, but they ended up in love with a family in the rainforest and it was Christmas. So like crazy how that always happens. (laughs) Everything always ends up okay. Even when they are in a coma and delusional. Maybe that's what I don't like about this genre is like everything eventually like goes back to normal and it's like that's not correct. My- that's the magic of Christmas, I guess. Totally. Okay, pop culture? Yeah. Do you, uh, you want to talk about pe- time? Oh my yes, actually. That is that is the meat of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Taylor Swift was named Time's Person of the Year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have beef with her for it being her, but I do have beef with the inter- like her because of the interview. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like she's very deserving of Person of the Year because she has been such a monumental pop culture moment. Like, I agree that she was the right figure for it, but I think the puff, the piece was very much a puff piece and had very little substance and i think time just knew that they could put her face on anything and it would sell and it's really upsetting well okay what i meant is i don't think she should have gotten it but that's not her fault oh um, it's just think it's hardly it? ever a pop culture person mm-hmm. and i think in terms of i don't know it just it just feels very just okay because I was shown a TikTok and then and then I like came to my own realization later, but someone had pointed out that like, and hear me out, but okay. uh, Taylor and Travis are very similar to Katniss and Peeta in Catching Fire in the sense that like the capital is like, we need to distract everyone from what's going on with this. Like everything is going to be broadcasted about them. Like, mm-hmm. um, and I just like rewatching Catching Fire, I was like, oh my God, that, that is literally what is happening. Like mm. every sphere of the internet is able to use them for PR or to cover things up or whatever. Yeah, there's been a lot of debate about, like, when this list gets, like, when they decide who it is and whatever, and, uh, but I just, it doesn't sit right with me that last year, uh, when Russia had invaded Ukraine, the person of the year was... President Zelensky and mm-hmm. the spirit of the people of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, as as Israel is committing genocide against the Palestinian people, they're like, and these journalists are like have all said, like, we could die tomorrow. Like, there is mm-hmm. like we are certain we will die in the next weeks or days. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just crickets 
no acknowledgement. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think there's a couple points just to add to the conversation. I think the U.S.'s stance on Israel-Palestine, like nationally, like the majority of people are not pro-Palestine. So it would be very controversial for times to take that position, period, versus like the Russia-Ukraine conflict where it's very clear like where the U.N. and the U.S. stand on that conflict. Um, So it would be a hot take. I don't disagree that it is fluffy to have Taylor Swift be the face of this because she has been a celebrity for so long. And like, yes, her economic value has skyrocketed in this past year. But when it comes to her being a different or new kind of pop star, I don't think that it was all that revolutionary this particular year. Eras like changed everything. I mean, I would say like the Renaissance tour did the exact same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's just that Eris started earlier. Um, yeah. I mean, she even addresses in the article, like, stop pinning us against each other. Um, totally. But, like, even, like, yeah, the economic part of it pissed me off because a lot of people on Stan Twitter, I mean, granted, are not very bright. But, like, yeah. people were like, well, she was really deserving because, like, she boosted this economy. And I'm like, I- fuck the economy. Okay? But I understand why um, a magazine like Time yeah. would, like, pick yeah. her, you know? So I think in that sense, but you're right. No, there's definitely like other world issues. I think we could be talking about, like, you know, like me too was like one of the covers mm-hmm. and like, there's and been a lot of other cover. culturally significant moments that times has selected. So it did yeah. feel like a bit of a cop out this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think this was the year of Taylor Swift. And so yeah. I understand why, if you're going to pick any of her years, this it's, would be the one to do it. But um, I mean, like there's a very good chance that next year is going to be even more insane. I don't think so. If we get reputation, I don't know what the world is. Yeah, but the re-releases have been happening for like three years. You know, like it's been happening. This year just was big because of the tour and the movie deal and all those things. Like I think there's less. She's going to keep touring this year though. Right. But it won't be new. In the US. Yeah. And that's what's the the news peg there. Yeah. What are we, the news peg? Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like the piece, like a lot of the things that she says, it's Mm -hmm. just, look, I get that it's very important to have a, PR manager especially someone as big as she is mm-hmm. but at a certain point like it just becomes so disingenuous and it's like you're just mm-hmm. it's almost She's like just saying spitting whatever she out wants. like AI shit yeah like it's yeah. it's like it's so polished and it's so neutral I it, wouldn't even it, say it was polished though like she was just yeah, outing true. bullshit at some point like collecting yeah. infinity stones like what is she talking about um yeah it's I forgot what I was gonna say oh sorry no it's okay Having um, PR managers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, we aren't even talking to the actual her. Like, we used to have mm-hmm. interviews, which... And granted, like, it's she doesn't have to do any of these things. But, right. like, we used to get interviews where we'd get to know more of her as a person, and now it's completely Taylor Swift as a brand. Yeah. And a lot of people even fail to see those as separate entities. Yeah, I think there's, like, a couple things. I think the modern like celebrity journalism piece is a lot less about like what celebs are actually doing and what's happening in their lives and more like will you respond to all the things that are happening Mm -hmm. about you and I think it's been interesting like I saw like um an interview during the press tour of um a ballad 
of Songbirds and Snakes, and they asked, like, what Snowbeard edit song do you oh think God. needs to show up on TikTok? And it's like, that's not a real question about no. the film, the celebrities themselves. Like, that is not – like, that's all about fan culture, and yeah. that's, like, a totally different sphere that we're operating in, like, talking about – so I think that's one interesting piece where, like, so much attention can just be given to the reactions about the person and not their actual processes themselves. Um, I also think, like you said, like she doesn't have to give real answers when you're the time person of the year, like you can spout as much bullshit or truth as you want and they will print whatever it is. You know, there's like less, um, control in the hands of the publication because it's like, we picked you now you have to give us content. Um, and it was obvious in that when, you know, the reporter even says like, oh, I thought about pushing back on this bit, but then I decided not to. And it's like, that's literally your whole job is to challenge and like give a fresh perspective on the things that people are saying to you. So I don't know why you'd just be like, anyways, that's fine. Yeah. I, it's just, I was left like with such a sour taste, but it wasn't like anything. Mm -hmm. So like, I can't, I couldn't even pinpoint it. Like my, my, like the sour taste that she left yeah it just it was so odd it feels Uh, really cold I think a lot of the Taylor Swift interactions that we get at this point are just very removed and I think that has a lot to do with her getting older her being more aware of how she can control the news cycle and the press but it felt like she didn't tell us anything that we didn't already know she just said it in weirder words yeah um and I guess that's the privilege you get when you're up on a pedestal so high but yeah, there was no sort of like feeling or emotion or like even when she's talking about Travis, just call him metal as hell. Like that's a weird thing to say about your partner. Also a weird thing for her to say in general. Like she doesn't yeah. talk like that. I mean, I hope not. Maybe that's, yeah. that's who she is now after six years in quarantine. I don't know, but it was weird. And why did she call Reputation goth punk? Yeah, like that's her own album. I don't know. It was almost like she was like snorting something beforehand. Oh, the only yeah. thing that was actually – new and interesting to me was her workout routine before the tour because yeah, those oh my gosh, questions I haven't, that I had. I haven't stopped thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine like running and singing all the time? That's crazy. Does that not – because like it hurts to run and talk. So like what is – I know. And people like, get like used to it once you're yeah. a good enough runner. Like I know my runner friends have full-on conversations during like 12-mile runs, but yeah. still. That's crazy. I, uh, it's just – for like that's a three-and-a-half-hour long set. I know. But yeah, you were asking about like how early they pick it. I mean, the reporter was at the opening night of the Ares Tour movie. So at least by October, they knew that this feature was happening. Okay. So, no same. But yeah, I also hated the cover. I thought the photos were just like so bland did not eat. and uninteresting. No, like, did not eat. She's why? a very beautiful woman. And those were ugly. People never know how to do her eyebrows. That's the thing. Mm. It's like the most beautiful, like breathtaking, like what like the the ones that make your brain short circuit it's always the mm-hmm. ones where they do her eyebrows well <laughs> and people haven't done that in years and they were just like edited weird like her face looked like really flat like the yeah. composition was just not sad very gray good. beige yeah i know it was very interesting so i don't know i was not stoked about a lot of it but good for her i guess somebody was like <laughs> somebody in the office was 
trying to defend her for something. And I was like, no, I don't think it was a good interview. Like, I'm allowed to, like, be a real opinion about this. And they're like, you're a Swifty. You have to defend her. And I was like, no, no, that's not what that means. I don't have to worship at the altar of Taylor Swift. And I won't because I think she's a good enough artist to take criticism. Yeah. And she doesn't need us to do. I mean, and we she doesn't need us for either of it. You know? Yeah. Like, we shouldn't have to excuse things. Mm hmm. Agreed. Um, peaches, what else do you want to talk peaches, about in the pop peaches, culture peaches, world? Peaches, 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 peaches. That's so funny. So when Haley and I went to the opening weekend for Jonas Brothers, they had um, Jimmy Fallon as like their oh. halftime show, and he sang Mr. Brightside, which was oh, so much wow. fun. But honestly, Jack Black, peaches, funnier. Like yeah. jealous, so jealous. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of like personal pop like things that I indulged in, but it's not like. Time you can share those things. I have been watching so many movies recently. Like, I am not a movie person, but I've been made to watch a lot of movies recently. So that's that's just that. Because, like, I, I'm such a movie repeater because I, I love when I know what's going to happen, um, which, like, that's a whole other thing. But now I have to yeah. watch new movies and I'm like freaked out and I'm like trying not to Wikipedia them all, but I just have to like sit there and watch it unfold. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say um, Bachelor in Paradise just ended. And as soon as the announcement was put up, like this girl posted, one of the contestants posted like, oh, I'm so excited to like be in my relationship now. And her DMs got flooded with people being like, he's cheating on you. Like here's <gasps> all these incidents of him cheating on you. But nobody knew that they were together, right? Because the season hadn't aired yet, but they had been together for all these months since. And then she posted it and she's like, yay, we're together. And then immediately was like, actually, we're not anymore because he's cheating on me. How did she not know? Um, I, it must have been like online or like because they have to keep the relationship under wraps, like under right. contract until the finale airs. So they couldn't tell anybody that so they were together. So anyone in general. Yeah. So nobody knew that they were together. And then all these girls were like, actually, I've been with your man. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, a second person died of the Panera Bread charged lemonade. I know. Isn't that horrible? It's so much caffeine, though. I think it's that's the astonishing so thing. Like, it's like three coffees all in one. It's more than three coffees. Yeah, because it's like 300 milligrams or something, it's right? It's 400. That's... Oh, my God. Yeah, because yeah. a Red Bull is like 90. Yeah. So, it's... The... Oh, my friends and I did um, our dating wrapped for 2023. Yes. And we pulled all of our stats. And it was very silly because everybody, like understood the assignment differently like mm. some people did like breakdowns of every single person that they oh, went out wow. on a date with and some people like me did like data yeah, aggregates I, where it was like stats, how many yeah. people yeah. did we kiss or like go on dates with or how did it end and things like that and it's it's really disappointing to see that actually dating apps really do suck like statistically nobody had good success no. there so no. this is your call to uninstall Delete. your dating apps although i will say i'm on the wait list for raya right now because well, who I, gave you the wreck i have three people who have given me wrecks and so what? am i yeah and so i'm on the wait list like they're processing my application so i had to make my instagram public that way they could like yeah i had to make it. my instagram public for the jubilee application 
That's so funny. So anyways, I'm in the process of hearing back, but I don't want to pay for Raya because no. you have to pay for it. And so we'll see. If I get admitted, I might do it for like one month. Everybody can yeah. Venmo me $5 to like get on yeah. Raya and I'll show you who's on there. But I don't know. We'll see. But I've got a whole bunch of people. It was like, oh, do you want to go through your contacts and like get a recommendation? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I knew like 10 people on Raya. That's crazy. Why? I know. Like, why I don't even know there? that many creatives, but yeah. here we are. Oh, sorry. So, but uninstall well, all your Well, if this podcast gets popular work. enough, we can both be on Raya. We could be Raya. I, the one thing I've heard about Raya, though, is that it, because it's international, like, you oh. don't get to set, like, a radius. Like, you literally just get everybody. And my one friend who I'm close with who's on it has told me that she swipes all the time, but she doesn't get any matches because yeah. everybody's way too hot that, like, there's no Damn. real range in there. Wow. I know. What a problem to have. There was a guy I went to high school with um, who became a, I don't know what the word for producer or DJ, some, I don't know, during COVID. And then he <laughs> got on Ryan. He matched with Madison Beer. Oh, that would be slay. I would, yeah. I would get down for that. That's the one thing is like, I feel like I would be too nervy though if I matched with somebody who's right? a real celebrity. Like, geez, like, what do I say to you? How do we engage with one another? One of my yeah. friends is, um, um, what do they call it? Like when you share like Eskimo sisters when you've both kissed the same oh. person. Um, I feel like there's got to be like a more politically correct better term, term for that. Yeah, um, but um, with Dua Lipa though, second. she's hooked oh. up with somebody oh, who's wow. hooked up with Dua Lipa, and I feel like that's a really good one. Wow. Um, that's kind of crazy. If you had to be Eskimo sisters with somebody or Eskimo siblings with somebody, who who would you want to be your celebrity, like, adjacent? See, that's weird because it's like it can't be the person that you want to kiss. Right. So who even has the same type as me in Hollywood? Like okay, I think you're overthinking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I think like it'd be funny to be like Eskimo sisters with somebody like with like Pete Davidson or like somebody like kind of random, like or like um, like uh, what's that one chick who's like in all the kissing booth movies? Jo- Joey King. Yeah, Joey King. I feel like that would be a no. really funny Eskimo sister. Um, this is an impossible question. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. What are you looking forward to this holiday season? Seeing you. Aww. my new year's kiss i told Haley that we're kissing and she was like yeah, what the heck she and i was upset. like yeah you're fine you're literally yeah. fine yeah well, we'll i was realizing we haven't seen our friends in years like we haven't yeah. all been together since your birthday 2022 yeah crazy crazy and that time was at Mahela's house too yeah big reunion big reunion um what's your emoji of the week oh yeah let's do those things um I think my emoji, I've been doing the disco ball still, but I also have the whale emoji in my recents because my friend said, oh, whale, what's your emoji of the week? Um, did I talk about the monkeys last week? No, you have been talking about the monkeys. Have you finally activated them? Yeah, you, you reacted to one of them today. I did get one of your monkeys, but I didn't know if it was like um, yeah. a thing. Because well, here's the thing is I feel like I could find like a – I feel like I need to get to a point where every single monkey, like, there is a monkey for any appropriate situation. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I need to figure out the emotions that they ca- can be categorized into. Yeah. Like, the Please one with the know. hands over the eyes, that's, like, embarrassed, but it's also, like, mm-hmm. flirty, but it's also, like, ah, I'm sleepy. Um, and mm-hmm. the one with hands 
over his ears it's like crazy but it can also be like uh, oh no yeah or it can be like guess what or like mm. or like yeah i feel like that's like an exclamation mark the one with the hands over the mouth is like oh shit but it's also like i need to sneeze um mm-hmm. <laughs> and the one that's like sitting that's like fuck you like i'm taking a shit on you <laughs> that's really funny. but it's also like let's hang out you know they're they're versatile I feel like, yeah, like, if somebody sent me the mo- monkey that's sitting, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to, like, come climb into your bed. Like, we are going to be, like, so physically intimate right now. Yeah. I mean, which monkey do I identify with? I'm the hands on the ears one. The one- um, I'm definitely hands over the mouth. Oh, okay. That's the new Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. <laughs> Wait. Gaslight is the one with the hands on the sides. Yeah. Gatekeep, Gatekeep is over the mouth, is the obviously. mouth. And girl boss is the one over the eyes. Wow. I feel like gaslight should be over the eyes, actually, because really? yeah, okay. Girl boss is more just like slay, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Gaslight, you can't see things right anymore. You just don't know. You don't know what reality is. What is your stuffed animal of the week? Um. Oh, it is the one year anniversary of. Haley and I stealing a whole bunch of squishy ducks mm. from a company's happy hour that we weren't invited to. And we have fewer ducks this year than we did years prior, but it is still our tree topper. So we still have a duck at the top of our Christmas tree. I did also try to rip the tiny head off the scary bear that was gifted to me by a oh, man. Yeah. And it was so well stitched, I literally couldn't do it. So yeah. Anyways, that's the update there for all of those paying attention. We have a gnome on the top of our tree. Oh, that's cute. We want to get Snoopy, but they're all sold out at CBS. Okay, we'll get to a Snoopy eventually. Mm-hmm. There's um a Twitter account that posts like this video of Snoopy ice skating with like different mm. songs on it. That's really cute. I love Snoopy pictures. They're just so silly. Mm-hmm. What's your stuffed animal moment? It was the gnome. Oh, that's not an animal. Neither is the rubber duck. It's not rubber. It's like a like a stress ball. Yeah, that's not okay. Animal de pluche, as they say. <laughs> Plush toy. Plush um, toy. I feel like I flopped this this episode. I feel I'm like so... we set ourselves up for flop year. Yeah, but that's okay. Some Why episodes must that? be a flop filler be... episode. <laughs> we could also just like not publish this. <laughs> Should we start over? <laughs> Any closing thoughts, parting words? I'm sorry we flopped.